I, like, I did we I'm remembering <laughs> I did to my dad recently because and I did it because I was looking at my dad and I was at home and I taken an edible which I rarely do at home and then I meant to text my little sister but I was staring at my dad and I texted him why won't dad stop sneezing <laughs> <laughs> and then I watched him read it and I, he just looked at me I was like that was for Emily <laughs> my favorite he wouldn't it. stop sneezing dad's, was dad's be sneezing dad's and, love to sneeze. and they sneeze so heftily it's they crazy wait I kind of do too all the sneezes are with coming from like, a cavernous place <laughs> this nun yeah. my nun in middle school sister Mary Agnes she used to sneeze so crazy <laughs> that sounds fake she literally did better die. than sister Therese like I don't know where sister <laughs> Therese it's like where did she end up sister Mary Agnes confirmed dead <laughs> confirmed dead <laughs> it's not like you did it <laughs> hey Nico hey Con I love you I love you no homo a mm, little bit of homo for me just a little just a smidge from two guys who were never part of the boys club we want to welcome you to ours welcome to boys club this is our podcast about boys and about other things like their clubs and the things we were a part of hockey and we're not a part of bagels wait did you say we were a part of hockey I know I wasn't me neither Welcome to the club, boys. Grab a bagel. <laughs> Connor's like, what do boys eat? <laughs> My feelings. <laughs> Hi. Hey, Con. Oh, wait, so these are the new, not the new, no, just kidding. Ignore all that. Let's cut that. <laughs> Let's start over. <laughs> wait, say, These are the new shirts? And then I was like, Oh, no. no, this is an old shirt. This is a shirt from when I played youth soccer, actually. And it just now fits me, kind of. It's a little short on the sleeves, but it's- What did uh, it look like before? It was huge on me when I was a kid. Like you were swimming in it. Swimming. Wait, I just remembered when I ran track in high school, they didn't give me a uniform. Aww. Isn't that fucked? None for the alternates, they said. They just said, wear, <laughs> yeah, they just said, wear blue. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Everybody else had a uniform but you? Yeah. Oh, did you sign up late or something? No, I was there. Oh, I was I'm sorry. Fully there. It sounds like they weren't taking you seriously as a competitor. <laughs> track is like too, like, track is, it, it's like a microcosm for the world. Like, some people are really in it to win it. And then sure. They're kind of just like, some people are just signed up. They don't have cuts. They don't cut people. No, track. track is kind of the uh, come one, come all. You can run. Yes. We'll find something for you to do. It's so low barrier to entry. I know. Yeah, there's no barrier to entry. Shoes mostly. I know. And blue, apparently. <laughs> Shoes, you have to wear the color blue. And, <laughs> yeah. And you have to like stay after school. But a lot, we would go and we would run. And then some, I was kind of became friends with these kind of like tech guys that were kind of nerdy. They Actually, were tech guys in high school. Yeah. Well, like that was just their energy. Okay. And one of them was the one that, that played trombone next to me freshman year. And when he would move his arm out, I would move mine arm out and in a second later. Of course. Of course. And they would just kind of like disappear into the hills of the trail. And I like would go with them sometimes. And I'd be like, I've made some cool, weird Unabomber friends. And oh, and they, they would just, just like hang out. out. Yeah. Okay, cool. Do you think they were fucking and they were like, this guy keeps coming over? <laughs> I don't know. I remember on senior week, one of them said, so you're bi? And I said, yeah. <laughs> okay cool i was bi for a minute and like he was really cool with that yeah okay good for them he was a bi that's a little boys club you were in yeah his name's shane and we don't have to cut it because we only cut names that we say something bad about them. yeah shout out shane we love you we love you shane um did you see any boys clubs this week yes my boys club it has to be tai chi we mine to is gonna be too so let's do that together let's talk about tai chi we went to tai chi yesterday for the boys at home who don't know what that is and who don't live in new york it is a uh a it's a DJ set by a famous gay DJ named Ty Sunderland at... Who's on Grinder? He's one of my favorites, so I can always see how many feet away he is. <laughs> well, you... Okay, well, anyway, so it's at this bar called $3 Bill. And we had a lot of... And it's every Sunday. It starts at, like, 3, and it goes till like, the early hour of the morning. 3, and if early... No, 10. But, like, that basically, yeah. On a Sunday, that's the early hour of the morning. <laughs> that is early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 3 to 10, and if you get there before 4, then it's free entry. But if you get there after 4, don't fret. It's nine ninety nine. <laughs> so it's, like, it's going to be okay. <laughs> and you Not can bad. pay in installments. <laughs> yes. You can finance two fifty a month. Um, it was fun though. I had a good time. Yeah, I didn't like it for the first eighty minutes, and mm-hmm. then I loved it. 
That's how I am with change, actually. Well, when you first get there, it's like, okay, what's this going to be? It's so it's kind of like people are still kind of filtering in. It's a lot of like, so I think Matt was saying this yesterday. It's a lot of like talking to your friends and then kind of looking around and being like, what other gay men are here? And then like sort of just doing that scan yeah. and seeing that other people are also, everybody's kind of scanning. It's like a bunch of meerkats just kind of like, oh, completely. are we safe? Who's here? Yes. That's and kind it of reminds me of Tinks and Drew Barrymore because it's kind of like, <laughs> is anyone here that I love? And then, or no, does anyone, at first you're like does everyone here love me and then you're like do i love everyone here yeah and it's like and the answer is no yeah you don't it is weird to be like in so many of my community it's been a minute since i was with a lot of gay men like that people yeah yeah well i feel like i'm i don't remember the last time i was in a gay like a heavy like gay male space like that and it was like it was like very Okay, so this is what they're up to all the time. I was also surprised we didn't recognize anybody. A single person. Are not we not? Person. Are we not? Pl- I mean, I knew one person. You didn't know the, the photographer. I knew the photographer. <laughs> and if you're going to know one person, know the photographer. <laughs> and I apologized to him because I was rude to him at two in the morning because he was friends with my roommate who's now on the frozen tour. And he was in my apartment one time at two in the morning. Shout and I was like Nick. sleeping because I had to like pee. And I was like so rude to him. And then I was like, I'm sorry that I was rude to you at two in the morning like four months ago. He probably he didn't even remember. Did not remember. Because here's the thing if you someone's in your apartment at two in the morning, they're not going to remember. No, no, no. No, for so, sure not. Yeah. Um, or they will remember and you won't because they'll kill you. So <laughs> best case scenario, they'll forget. The best part about the, so it's like in this big outdoor space behind the bar. It's huge. It's like a shipping container block. A it's lumber massive. yard. It's like, it, it's like, hey, let's throw the gays over at the docks and see what happens. <laughs> like that's kind of the vibe of that place. But then there's this one little like alleyway that like goes to a second dance floor that has yes. had just like these like strings like like streamers like that were like the colors of the lesbian flag so we kept calling it the lesbian dungeon that, there's a lesbian <laughs> flag come on con <laughs> no i know i know i gotta say though i passed a, i passed some flags the other day where i was like okay trans flag gay flag i have no idea what that other one is wait do you think no here's I know this is maybe wrong of me, but I feel like if the flag, if the pride flag you're hanging, if you can identify every part of it, you probably don't have the right one. And you should probably re- read a book. What do you? Oh, it's <laughs> always growing. It's always it's evolving. It's not expansive you enough. You should okay. always be. You having, should always be confused by the flag. Queerness is so fluid. It's That's just such true. A fluid it's a thing. sign that there's more out there to be explored. If you don't know everything about the flags, I don't know if this makes sense, but like sometimes I think with queerness. Like, we're so in our communities, and then it's also, like, there's just this community that is, we agree that that whole, like, cis-straight thing is just, like, not it. And, like, mm-hmm. that's another way of thinking about queerness that maybe, like, right now I feel like we're really, like, I'm gay, I'm lesbian, I'm, like, this one part of the thing. And it's, like, hey, we're all not that other thing. Yeah, I'm I'm more inclined to, like, to vibe with it that way. I mean, I'm, I'm happy for people that like their labels and their flags and whatnot, but I'm a very, like... I don't know. I think that a lot has to do with my like gender. Like once I figured out I was trans, I was like, well, I don't fucking care about the rest of it. Like yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not straight and I don't know what other word to use. <laughs> yeah. My mom said that she did this thing at her work where she had to do like queer training and mm-hmm. got to, I guess. And had to, got to. Got to. And she said that it was like this old gay man was the leader of the training and he told them that queer was a slur. And she's like, my son has a podcast and I'm telling you it's not. <laughs> it's not a slur. She's like, excuse me, I have three queer sons. Okay. <laughs> I, I have, I, I'm raising the next generation of queers. She said three queer. Okay, one, two gay. <laughs> but one queer. For sure one queer. Two live in D.C. One lives in New York gay. and that's why two are gay and one's queer. <laughs> People do always say, they're like, do you feel left out because you don't live in D.C.? And I'm like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't feel left It's not like you live in like Charlotte or something. You No, no shade to Charlotte if anybody's listening. <laughs> yesterday, like if you're looking for something and they don't have it in New York, I'm going to tell you, they don't have it. Like Fair. it doesn't exist. Like this, everything. You can find it, almost anything here. Everything is here. Wait, this, I want to bring one more boys club and then we'll bring our guest in. After Tai Chi, we left and we went to the bodega right around the corner from $3 Bill. <laughs> 
and there was this big like uh, frozen freezer where the ice cream was in the front, and Connor picked up an, an Italian ice coconut flavor and was like how so much good. is this and the guy at the bodega was like 250 and connor just kept going how much is this Wait, the guy kept saying 250 <laughs> no you were doing good haggling the boys club is haggling and you were doing a good and job because you kept accident. going and then he kept saying 250 and then you go oh i'll come back and get it later and then he you started to walk away and the guy goes okay two dollars for you and then he and then you were like great and then you went to go you're like okay i'm gonna get a soda too i'm gonna get a pop and then you walked back and the guy was watching you in the TV where like the like the security camera oh and he was like God. to the left like he was like he was really like, he was invested wrong. in you I know are we gonna kiss I don't know but he was very invested in you and he was just like so tickled he was laughing so hard to himself and I was like I love watching this man just like laugh so hard at the fact that he just got absolutely dommed in this haggle interaction by a gay man and he just was like so you know, people are tickled so by that with us sometimes not to brag as the boys <laughs> at home but we also were hanging posters and those girls just walk by and we're just hanging them being normal and they just giggle and we're like oh my god people are fucking obsessed with us <laughs> on the street <laughs> to make a straight person laugh is the easiest thing in the world they laugh at anything true. it's like okay <laughs> true uh, but I was just like loving this guy being like oh, look at this crazy city him. I live in where these gay guys are just out here haggling me out of my money well honestly <laughs> I wanted to go back because I actually would. I loved that coconut thing, and I was like, I want to go get more because they have watermelon too. But it's like I'm not going to pay two fifty for that. Like that would add up so. Fast. I think you give him two dollars every time, and I think he'll just let you. Yeah, because it's one of those ones where they actually have no SKUs. They just enter any dollar amount into the computer, mm-hmm. and then they charge you. And they also don't have stickers on them ever. It's like, okay, we're not going to just decide when I get up here that you're going to overcharge me. I'm not yeah. doing that. No, and they, I know, and I think sometimes people think because I'm a man, they can. At the nail salon, really the nail salon. <laughs> the nail salon girls are like, you don't know. And I'm like, no, I do. Oh, I know. I, I do the research, know. babe. Yeah. I, I know. Um, questions. Are we ready to Speaking bring our guest in? asking questions. <laughs> Boys, our guest this week is a dear friend of the pod, one of our very favorites we've been wanting to have around for so long. She's a great stand-up comedian. She's a contributor to The Onion and Reductress. St- I was about to say start clapping. <laughs> Boys, please welcome Meredith Deeds. Boys, get it up. Get it up. <laughs> you better be clapping in your cars. Get it up. Wait, I love Hi, get boys. it up. I, I always was... shout that at our live show. And I'm like, your next comedian, but like, get it up. Get the energy I up. I always <laughs> do, especially running a mic and going like camp counselor mode. But yeah. also running a mic and uh, being brain dead and not fully in the mm-hmm. room ever. I'm oh, I'm like, okay, guys, uh, blow your back out for this next comic. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love that. Wait, I want to jump in when you guys were talking about the like uh, policing language stuff. It was making me think of last week I watched dear friend uh, Mikey Abs write the stroke right before going on stage. He was like, he was like, I was talking to one of my gay friends, and I say gay and not queer because I want you to know that he's stupid. <laughs> I was like, that kind of. <laughs> I love that. Gay kind of is like, kind of, I mean, gay guy for sure is a slur. It's so it's, funny because I was like, it was a very guy. young queer mic, and so we were all laughing from an inside perspective, but I was like, what if my dad heard that joke? What part would he be laughing at? Right, you know right. I mean? And do they <laughs> understand? It is funny, like, sometimes you, we had this in, incident where we were telling somebody a joke about something about a she, her lesbian, and it was like a straight woman, very well-meaning, an ally, and she was like, what does that mean? And I was like, okay, clearly that's not going to translate. We got to make that more accessible. Yeah. Yeah. I love when people, when someone explains something back to you, or they're like, I loved your story about XYZ, and you're like, that's not what that's, that was one small detail of a large story that's fascinating, but that, that's what you heard. Yes. Wait, so are you thinking of a specific part of your set where people do that? Yeah. Well, in my, okay, well, my 30, last time I did it, <laughs> someone was like, I loved the story where you get, 
in trouble for singing in the house. And I was like, that is a tag on a much larger thing. That's so, not in a bad way. I was like, oh, that's really, no, it it's is just that's what you heard. Yeah. Fascinating. That's what stuck with you. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. I mean, I, I had that joke about saying, if we're talking about like lovingly misusing the word queer and stuff, like the idea that I say, my relationship, a woman dating a man is still queer because he weighs less than me. <laughs> I love yeah. that joke. <laughs> and then, but no, I did a short king, a straight short king came up to me and was like, it's so funny you tell that joke. If my girlfriend said that joke, I don't know if I'd be able to take it. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> the short men out there need help. They need help. It's like, we, it and just, he's a comedian. It's like lean yes. into being oh. part. You can, like, it's like the queer community is extending you an olive branch. Yes. Lean in and grab it, fellas. Gra- grab that. You know what I mean? The, sh- the tall, straight men of the world are not giving you anything. So if we're going to extend the olive branch, fucking take it. Yeah. Wait, we have to put in our show notes, which we actually do kind of have now. It's just a carousel on Instagram. The picture <laughs> of you last night or the video where you're wearing sunglasses. Because <laughs> to be queer is a little bit to approach the world with sunglasses. And you're just like, I can't be two-faced by anything, really. Because if you are, you'll blow well, over. You, you just don't have time. You are no we time. talking about the one where I'm, I growl? <laughs> yeah, you have the one, to. I think that also is queer that I had no clue. I truly did not know I was being filmed. And then <laughs> I just sensed a straight Italian man behind me and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and then I went back to I went back to that bananas foster. Shout out Sam Shout Schaefer. Out Sam. Happy it's birthday. Happy, happy birthday, Sam. He made us incredible food. I know. I was blown away. That's a boys club too, but not in a bad way, in a good way. In a good way that he was. He's sh- the most competent person I've ever met. Yeah, he made a full like six course meal for us last night and I... It was delish. I'll I, never be able to. I couldn't cook him. one part of that. I could maybe buy oh, the caviar. <laughs> could you do an assigned seating chart? I think I could do the seating chart. That's something I think I could have done. I liked the seating chart though because I was on the couch and I was much. I was very much enjoying that. Yeah, and you we guys didn't were have to make a people. single decision, and we had back support. It was I so nice. love uh, the decision making, like release like knowing yes. that i'm a lemming a night for a night mm-hmm. the best feeling ever a hundred percent and that that's what i'm doing yes. them a favor like jeremy was talking before and he was like sam just told me to stay out of the way and i was like easiest you order to don't follow. have to ask me anything yes, else i'll perfect. go on the roof and chill Wait, <laughs> sam's really good at that because he even for our 30 i was so stressed about what i was gonna wear which like who cares but like i i care and i was oh no i care that's not a who cares at all the most important part is but at the same time it's like well if it's not it's, it's not funny. They're not going to remember what you wear. So I really mean, it is part. part of the thing. It's part of the vibe. But Sam it was is. like, just wear this. Buy, go to this store and buy this shirt. And then I literally did. I was like, I've never felt freer that I don't have to make a decision. Wait, I want to... I think what you wear on stage has a huge impact. And But maybe... I mean, I think I've talked to Maddie about this. Yeah. Like, little things of... I. There's sometimes like I want to wear a more feminine outfit and I just am positive the set is going to go better if I'm dressed more casual and mask. Yeah. A thousand percent. So Wait, maybe that's different being in a woman's body. I think my sets body. go better when I dress matte. I think I, if I wear a Nike blazer compared to a loafer, I think I feel more like, well, You want to know what I think it is? It's that, because you always want the audience to be doing like the least amount of mental work possible, right? Mm-hmm. To figure uh-huh. out who you are. You want to tell them who you are so they just are listening to your jokes. Mm-hmm. But if the default image of a comic is like a schlubby straight man, the closer you look to that, the less work the audience has to do. True. Oh, geez. Does that make sense? That's interesting. Yeah. God, put that yeah. on a list of theory. That's social science <laughs> that what is, you're doing over there. I thought it you were going to say put that on a t-shirt. That's <laughs> <laughs> the front of the t-shirt. I look like a schlubby man. And the back says, if you can read this, the bitch fell off. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I, I, th- I think that's definitely true. I like definitely 
try to take up as little attention with my outfit, I think, as possible. Mm. Like, I know. look good, but not like, in a, I don't want anything to be distracting. I try not to have too many words on my shirt, too, because I feel yep. like that can, because I have one shirt that I would wear if I had like a, a second layer over it, because then you definitely can't read it. But if, you, if people are like trying to read what your shirt says the whole time, like that's not going to be helpful. I think that about, I keep talking shit on the naked comedy show, and I don't mean to. I think that about like, all gimmicky things like where you did and you guys do like, the naked one no. i've been i've been asked to do it and, and i, I haven't like, which is really fucked up well they were well i was annoyed that they asked me because they were like we're gonna film it and i was like no yes or i i saw That's one crazy. i was asked and they were like absolutely no cell phones no cameras no anything and then people are posting pictures from it and I'm yeah like, what's also to be i'm like if i'm gonna get naked they offer 50 bucks is that what happened for you i think it was something like that yeah i'm like if i'm gonna be naked it's either gonna be free Hippie dippy free love. That's cool. I'm doing a gimmicky show, or I'm worth five hundred dollars. <laughs> yes. The idea of putting the fifty price tag messes with my brain. No, so that is a great point. point. That is a great point. Fifty dollars will get you a, a naked comedian, exactly. or <laughs> fifty what bucks, a- and everyone finds out that I've been dyeing my hair red. Hell no. <laughs> 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 Just kidding. Just kidding. It's That's red so all the way down. <laughs> <laughs> I promise. I swear to God. Plans <laughs> to watch the Sandlot together. I'm so excited. Oh. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, we were talking about the Sandlot last I night. I love the Sandlot. It's yes. my favorite movie. Everyone's talking about their sexual awakening. Wait, it was it yours in the Sandlot? Yeah, when the dog comes up. <laughs> <laughs> this magic moment. Exactly. Well, Wendy Peppercorn could be a sexual awakening for anyone for sure. Wait, I don't know if which I know. one she. Yeah. So that's I think it's her name wrong. Maybe it's Peppercorn. I think it's Peppercorn. Wendy P. She's <laughs> the um, P for Peppercorn. P for Peppercorn. <laughs> P did for Connor, something. <laughs> did Connor just try out Peppercorn three different ways. <laughs> As if it was three different names. <laughs> yeah, peppercorn? peppercorn? No, no it's, I peppercorn. Think it's Peppercorn. I actually think it's Peppercorn. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so she first off, the dad is so hot. The stepdad is like kind of a villain, but also like so hot. And but he's like kind of bad. And well, he's only bad through the eyes of the kid because it's like, well, where's his dad? It doesn't matter. And <laughs> stepdads are dads. Stepdads are dads if you want them to be. And that's okay. And that's what Father's Day is all about. He's the dad that stepped up. He is. He's the dad that <laughs> stepped up. Yeah. And it's also, he's not a bad stepdad. Like, he's on a work trip to give this kid a home. And, like, whatever. And so, but there's one Wait, part. Wait, I'm realizing the extent to which I don't remember this movie. Well, okay. But movie. I would just like to say, The Sandlot is a movie about kids playing baseball. I don't know what this B-plot <laughs> he has really honed in on. Yeah, I don't remember this at <laughs> Connor's doing a deep dive of one minor character and being like, okay, he was actually love. right. I love, and I love the He's mom on screen for maybe three minutes. Remember when the mom is wearing like a headband and bangs and she's like, hey, you've got to get out there and get into some trouble. And I'm like, that's so slay. Like, that's such a fun mom. How did we get on to... Oh, we were, we were talking about Sandlot. Have you ever been to Tai Chi? I haven't, but I was I was um, watching. What did Jesse post on her Instagram story yesterday? My subjects. Yes, <laughs> I like that. Well, because we were talking about being in, yeah in. Well, I do think of that as more of like a gay male space. So yeah. I'm definitely not going out of my way for sure because I I don't agree with that lifestyle. Yeah, <laughs> I hate those people. No, but I'm like y- you all were wearing the white tank tops. Yes, someone DM'd me wife beater summer, and that person should get canceled. But wife beater summer. <laughs> okay, yeah, well, like, name I guess names. it is <laughs> Christine, <laughs> straight girl Manhattan, and she loves. White oh beaters. my god, there were a few straight girls there yesterday, and like straight in a way where I was like, I haven't seen an outfit like that since I've been. At like a college football tailgate. Yes, I mean I know exactly. Just girl with sunglasses. The dress that was like looked like Lily Pulitzer, and then the little white shoes, the Stan Smiths. No shade, great fit for her her community. But I was like, you are so clearly the straightest person in this room right now. Yeah, and just loves to ride for her boys during Pride, which respect ally ally queen. Okay, I 
Yeah, you ha- can. Do you want to go? We'll go. Do with you want you. me to leave? No, do you want to go to Tahiti? <laughs> do you want to go to Tahiti? <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Do you want to leave? <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So no, this I w- would. But what is your guys' stance when? In a space like that, because I do think I've talked to some gay men that like Wait. the idea of women being there genuinely pisses them off. Wait, I'm obsessed with you bringing this up. Actually, yeah. let's okay, actually, I a... have a lot to say about Wait, this. Wait, go, yeah. you go. Well, you go first because you. This is no, more I, your. Well, so, one time I went on three dates with this guy who was five seven, and that was incredible because that is very tall actually. And um, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> here's the thing: is that's not what he usually says. So thank you for coming around. He's like, this fucking shorty's five ten, and I was like. <laughs> He was just like an ESTJ and was always going to take life more seriously than I was ever going to be able to. And also he didn't get my eating problems. Anyway, so. Yeah, familiar. Yeah. And he was like, fine. But he only ever ate Huel, which is incredible. Okay. And I know. Shout Shout out. But he said that he was bothered when, I think it was about $3 bill, but not Tai like about like uh, how like women going at all. And to me, I'm just like, I guess queerness is, I guess to me, if you're not, and I could be so wrong. But like in my life, I just feel like if you are not a cis straight man, you're this other, th- you're, you're what's left and like what's left. And that could be problematic. But then like what's left is there's community in that. So yeah. like that's queer. I agree. I also just like the anytime, like I think a lot of gay men think that they get around misogyny and are mm. not proponents of it. And it's like excluding women from a space is not cool. Yeah. And I think it's not cool, especially because it's like, well, what if they are like, queer women like yeah i feel like there's not a lot of dyke spaces so like why are we excluding them from if they want to come to this space and elect to like they should be allowed to. it's also Tai-T's huge there's so much space back there yeah. and it's kind of giving an energy of like if i can't fuck it i don't want to look at it you know what i mean and it's yes. like what are we what are we doing with that and what well, i yeah no you go i was gonna say that's similar to what you guys were saying at the top about you guys were like all hang out with people you love but also I don't know if you use this word, but like scanning mm-hmm. for other people being like, but who, uh, what other gay men are here? And I do think there's something about functional spaces where it's like, I'm here with my friends, but if I see someone I want to pursue, I'm going to drop them mid sentence. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's fine if everyone's in agreement that that's what you're doing. Yeah. Yes. Do sure. I sound like a predator? I was in there having the conversation. <laughs> like which I had friend. the deepest conversation I've ever had in my whole life, but Jeremy pins in, in the middle of the fucking thing. Like that's about, true. Yeah. We were just standing there yelling about trauma. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I do love that. I, yeah. I, I, le- I think, and obviously like my, my gender is, in flux like or has been so like it's just my i think my perception on that is like why would we exclude anybody especially yes. in queer spaces like you said it doesn't make any sense to me if they're not like if we're not straight people then let's like yes you're welcome here i don't understand well, why they're especially there would be. also like the reality is cis gay obviously we're not like over some sort of finish line cis mm-hmm. gay men brag me have a lot <laughs> of power not everywhere but really in new york yeah sure yes and it's like, so I acknowledge that I don't know that I should go to the woods. Like, maybe I can, but like, even that, it's like, should I? Like, I like I think that there might be like a ranking, like a, a power. And it's like, cis gay men have so much power. Right. To say that $3 bill is only cis gay men get to go there, mostly white cis gay men, it's crazy. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. That's like Fire Island crazy. I agree. I think there is like a, yeah, like a reverse thing. Like, if a bunch of guys came to, but also like when gay men are at the woods, I don't care. Yeah, and I also think that like for I was feeling 
because we were talking about this yesterday when we were at, we were at Tahiti. We were talking about how Jesse and Bridget were like, it's fun to be here because it's kind of like the opposite of the woods. Because when we're at the <laughs> woods, people are we're nice. scanning and we're yes. like, okay, people are around that I might, you know, want to hook up with or be perceived by or whatever. But then when they were at this space, they were like, fuck it. Nobody's looking at me. I'm not looking at anybody. I don't care. That is Versus, how I felt at Nikki's unisex. I right. Felt so safe. Right. So, oh, yeah. so it's like this, it was the flip. Whereas I am in this weird spot where it's like when I'm at the woods, I feel like people are like, why are you here? Maybe, or maybe they're not. And then when yeah. I'm at, same thing at, at Tai Chi, I was like, I'm like, I feel so like in and out of this. And like, yes. I don't really know what my place is in either of these spaces. That's why we have to open up a restaurant. It's going to be your space. <laughs> Just a restaurant <laughs> for you, for your space. Just for me. So then like, anyway, all that to say, when any behind people are being like exclusionary with like these big, like no women or no men or whatever, it's like, there's so, like, I feel so personally like, well, I don't really know where I'm supposed to be in either of these places. So like, I think... I think anybody should be able to come. Lemonol. Yeah. Lemonol. And so then I just hung out in Peppercorn. (laughs) (laughs) Me and Mrs. Peppercorn were in the lesbian dungeon. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, that's so beautiful. Yeah. That's such a beautiful, sad thought. Not sad, like, not like in a sad, like, sad, like, like a beautiful, bittersweet thought. Yes. Yeah. Fond sad. Because it was also like, I was sitting there and I was thinking about like, not to be like so self-indulgent but like in that way where you're like am i being perceived am i not being perceived in this space because it's like a hot you know it's pride it's hot people are wearing little tank tops and stuff Mm -hmm. whatever but then i was like oh this is weird because i'm like i'm i don't know i probably wouldn't hook up with anybody there Mm. well i think no this has made me think of because i think i've talked about the woods thing with our favorite resilient token straight julia bow, 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 bow. <laughs> zen straight alert For a second, I met desmond and i was like really <laughs> <laughs> no julia zen and well, she's, ally. Like, she's like and of course as a friend we would all love for her to be at the woods but i think she has the um the genius brain to say well i don't want to i don't want to be at the woods because it is true if i saw you there i know that you're not interested in me and i think that's why historically so many gay men and women have been friends because there's just like the liberation of being like you do not want to fuck me yeah and it's so nice to, and that's what like bridget and jesse were saying right because it's like it's so nice to be somewhere and be like <sighs> not being perceived. i can just let it I loose, truly and, just can just let it loose and i'm a person before i'm an object yeah but like julia what if she was someone i would approach at the woods and mm-hmm. she's like oh i'm straight and i'd be like well then, wh- Why what are if you, you here? Got, then what if you got out of the way? <laughs> <laughs> Especially yeah. Julia, because Julia is beautiful and probably it, would get a lot of attention. Yes, she yes. would, and, and I think she with her tattoos that. and her dickies. I mean, she's yes. rocking the uniform and she's she is looking but great. God, Wait, she's it's so funny that you say that though, because my thing with Julia that I always go, my eyes always go right to her nails, and you're like her tattoos <gasps> and her dickies, and I'm like also her perfect gel manicure. Like, <laughs> her perfect <laughs> manicure. Something different. About Julia. True. She's a beautiful person. She is. Yeah. Well, really, because my my eyes go straight to her big brain actually, <laughs> <laughs> and her good heart. So I actually go blind because she's so gorgeous and her mind is so important so you know i just just listen (laughs) yeah and that too and her beautiful dyson air wrapped hair when women speak i close my eyes and i open my ears okay that's (laughs) my policy oh okay (laughs) sure yeah me too that's what i was gonna say as well i open my ears yeah 100 i'm just gonna rip out all the cords right now (laughs) Uh, cut my mic um okay should we start asking our questions yeah let's do it i want us to take over tai chi anyway um what's a voice (laughs) club that you are a part of Oh, wait, no, not a part of. Let me... Yet. Yet. I mean, I think I definitely, probably am not the first person to say this on the pod, but my mind did go immediately to the literal boys club of higher rankings of comedy mm-hmm. and stand-up and stuff. I don't know. I, I had trouble thinking of like one answer to this because you guys gave good examples. 
Um, and if you need to ask me some questions to get to a, a concrete thing, but I do feel like I'm someone who often has one foot in a community and like one foot out. Like I can liminal. like, I, liminal. I think I can like, I can talk a little bit about musical theater, but then once I start talking to someone who really knows it, I am mm-hmm. not part of that. Same with like, I like running as a hobby and, um, I mean, all the online stuff, too, because I'm very online compared yeah. to the average person. But then I talk to content creators, and I'm like, oh, I'm not that either. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So I'm, yeah. I'm being very middle child about all this, but I, I couldn't think of, like, one. one. You're kind of a jack of all trades. Yeah. Always have Master been. of none. Yes, genuinely. <laughs> <laughs> Were you a theater kid? It, it's, like, compared to... I tried to let la- you're like, I don't want to label jock, you. Yes. But compared yeah. to theater kids, no. Like, oh, so I went to a tiny, weird little all girls school and I did try to just do uh, everything possible. So I was like soccer captain, but also played Troy Bolton in high school. Musical. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you have gender blind cast? Like they didn't bring yes. in boys. They did one year when we did legally blonde. But I still played a boy in that. <laughs> They're like, if there's going to be lawyers in this, we got to get some men <laughs> in here. <laughs> but for like Wait, Troy Bolton, so it was, they were like, they were what like, if Zac was... Efron, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> and I was just, it was truly cast on likeness alone. Can no. I do some fucking Rodgers and Hammerstein over there? I, but now here's shit? the thing that I don't understand. Mm. When we get into references. So yeah, I'm like, I don't know what that I, means either. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, can they do like an old like the music man like what are they doing all these sound of music yeah there's all this new shit they would go back and forth between like a modern one and then like a shakespeare something or else there's one they went way back fantastic something (laughs) like we're doing the 1600s or we're doing 2019 (laughs) nothing in the middle you can talk to elwoods or oedipus that's it exactly (laughs) those 400 years are the creative dry spell nothing (laughs) nothing that we want to talk about I do think, though, the way that the theater stuff worked at my school did prepare me for the real world of it being, like, not a meritocracy at all. <laughs> it being, like, they pro- uh, they just, like, prioritized, like, utterly prioritized vibe. And I do think I could not <laughs> I could not sing or dance, but I was Troy Bolton. Does that make sense? Totally. Like, I couldn't. I was just. They were like, this girl's going to ham it up. Yeah. The girl who was Annie in eighth grade, swear to God. She was a ginger. She was just a ginger. She was just a ginger. You can't say that word. She was just like this. <laughs> she Connor's couldn't really sing. And she's the girl in fourth grade who said, Connor, look at your nails. And then the way I looked at them, she said, oh, so you are a boy. And I was like, so you're the worst person I've ever met. And now oh, she, is it the looking this way or looking like this? Which is crazy because I can't imagine that I Wait, looked at them. Wait, which one's which? I got to be honest. Both look kind of gay to me. They all Either look way. Gay. If you're looking at your nails, you're <laughs> gay. <laughs> Half nails is actually gay. <laughs> And she did. This we were in the so garden true. level. Both ways look so gay. How does? What is the straight man way to? do I think it? I would just like put it on some like a le- your leg or like I don't know. She said, you "Men hold your hand like look this. at them like this, and then and this is literally in fourth grade, maybe younger, and then women look at them like this. If you're actively pulling it out of your ear to do it, then you are. Yeah. <laughs> then you're a straight man. <laughs> yeah. If it was in something, if and it was then you're in like, another oh. part of your body, then you're a straight man. Yeah. <laughs> if they were resting at your sides, gay. And then she was the lead in the play. Because of just, it would look right. Because she bullied the instructor. She was homophobic towards him too. And she's like, give me that part. (laughs) Mr. Yeah. To call him an instructor is the kindest thing. Um, Director? I get technically he was gay, but he was married to a woman because it was like kind of it was like 2009. You know what I mean? Not So much has changed during our lifetime. It really has. I know. Yeah. Well, because I going to all girls school like that. I don't, they might not. I don't even know if they say all girls anymore. It was in Virginia. They probably do. But like when I was there, um, 
I did not know you were from Virginia, but go on. I didn't either. Wait, where in Virginia are you from? I went to boarding high school in Virginia. Oh, okay. So I'm from Pennsylvania, Delaware. Okay. And then went to... But so I, I'll claim Virginia too. Just don't try to tie me down. I'll <laughs> do you know Three Little Baker's Dinner Theater in Wilmington? Cut it. <laughs> Wait, do you know Peppercorn. BBC Tavern and Grill in Wilmington? No. That's my family restaurant. Oh. Wait, that's cool. Well, that's yes. a boys club that you're in separately, but we'll get to that later. But they, do you think family so? owns a restaurant. Wait, yeah, you and Julia both? Too, yeah. Yeah, and um, yeah, being a server. Is that a boys club? You, Julia, and Ben Affleck. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like server is very... I, as though someone who's a host at a restaurant... I remember thinking these servers are the closest. Any group people. you've ever been in where you felt like this is my identity for a second can be a boys club. Yeah. Oh, I feel like I've done that. Anything so where there was times. a group chat involved, boys club. Yeah. And I'll tell you something. The comedy group chat that I'm in primarily right now, a literal by the numbers boys club, <sighs> which is interesting. I try to be at a ratio where I am one of the few boys involved. Yes. <laughs> I, yeah. And I think that it's a good way to think about it. I love to be around girls. Yeah, we both feel very safe around women. Yeah, I think we that's something women. we bond on. <laughs> no, wait, that's so it's us and then a lot of girls. We love girls. Yeah, do you, do you say, are you, you're girls guys. We're girls guys, uh-huh. big time. That's why it, he was. I can't even describe it. It's definitely something that I'm supposed to work out in therapy, or but maybe not. Like maybe I'll die with this, and that's okay. Like you got to die with something, and mine is gay shame, and I feel like. I it reminded me. You're I said, not gonna die with gay shame. No, I totally might. No, <laughs> maybe it's like male shame. I remember when I said at Fire Island a full human year ago, I was like, I cannot be at this underwear party or I'm gonna explode. Mm-hmm. There was like a minute where, and it was fine. You're actually fucking so nice to me, by the way, because I was really anxious before we went, and you said, do you not want to go? And you said, it's so nice. And I remembered oh. that guy that I dated. We were at the underwear party, and he was so mad when I said, can we leave this? Oh, my God. That's Keep all that. But, like, so that's literally... <laughs> and that's I will. But that, <laughs> yeah. That's so nice. But then I was like, wait, I, like, don't know how to be in this space of all men is so... Any man, gay men, straight men, like, so to what, be in a space of men is so weird to me. What? Where does the word shame come in there? Oh my god, I don't I don't know, you're right. It's not I guess it's not shame. It's like I don't know. Wait, maybe mm. it's as simple as we just like girls. Yeah. <laughs> we just I think like we yeah, I think that's probably it. <laughs> Case well, closed. That is I mean, I do I think about that stuff a lot because I mean, being bi, that means there's more spaces where I'm an absolute feral creature. Mm-hmm. Or fewer spaces where I'm truly off guard. Yeah. Except for with like a taken gay man that's the safest, <laughs> the safest best friend to have in the world yes because if he's not taken a baby i could turn him <laughs> but like we're gonna make this gay man a queer man <laughs> maybe maybe my boys club is girls clubs because i also grew up all sisters and then ah, the middle went of to all girls. girls school and then i kind of yeah middle of three girls blonde redhead brunette whoa and then comedy is the first time i really noticed just because of like the sample size like a lot of and whose comedy like i align with and what mics i'm going to like i have so many male friendships right now Mm -hmm. but the ones that i'm like these are my real male friendships i'm like oh these are all self-proclaimed um what is it girls guys connor said the brilliant (laughs) thing which is like we are talking around it but uh Girls guy is just code for good guy. Yeah. Girl means good. It means women feel safe around them. I really or taken seriously. Yes. I really trust any man who has a lot of queer women in his life. I feel yes. like that's a really like any straight guy who like has like lesbian and queer women as friends and like you got you 
know how to be friends with a woman in a way that is so devoid of any sexual chemistry yes. and you see them as a friend and a person. Yeah. And like, and I, I think that that dynamic can happen with straight people, like straight men and straight women. Mm-hmm. But I think it's like, I feel extra, like it's like you were taking somebody in on, on already knowing that this was never going to be anything but a friendship. Yes. Yeah. And that you have to respect this person as a person and a friend. And I, I always am, I gravitate towards men who like have a lot of queer women in their life. I think that's a, a marker of a good guy. A hundred percent. And it is funny, like that good guy is just, <laughs> you are taking someone seriously <laughs> devoid Jesus. of the sexual. The bar is on the floor. It really it's is. on the floor. That's the thing that's annoying about straight guys when they're like, uh, it's like, we are putting the bar so low for so you guys. So low for so you. Low. You just have to fucking Honestly, yeah. barely step over it and you are doing so well. To be a good guy just means you like have to avoid doing certain things. Yes. It's, it's like, like you just, just not have being to, an asshole. Just don't be an asshole. Just don't yeah. go out of your way to like neg me for existing. Oh, <laughs> I can't with negging. I'm not into it. Uh, so unfortunately, I don't think I have any other choice. <laughs> it's all I get. <laughs> Wait, I'm into that sexually. Is that? Are you? Yes. I feel like, well, I yeah, that's, I feel like if you're into something sexually, it doesn't necessarily mean you're into it, like, in life. In life. Do you, are, we, are we talking truly sexually in the bedroom, or you mean flirting? No, good, I really like good that. Good follow-up in the, question. In the bedroom. I guess that's what I meant to say. You yeah. said it better than I do. Wait, do you that's like my it? bedroom vibe. Yeah. That's different than flirting. But like flirting, do you like Because in the bedroom, yeah, that's something different. I yeah. have friends who like do mm. want to be degraded and then like reconciling that with their feminism is, well, that was a weird sentence, but that was, but, uh, yeah. it, it, it's, it's something to think about, but it is, I understand what you're getting at without like, just like, um, assigning meaning to what you're saying without you saying it yourself. <laughs> you're so nice to me <laughs> I, I love you do you I go on this pod so women can come on and be like hi like i totally got what you're saying even though it's making sense we like well, to extend that you know what you're talking about <laughs> that, Wait, that is a if fun you guys thought connor wasn't making sense like you're wrong <laughs> I, and i i'll die on that hill the idea because i mean i think i've said it eight times this podcast but like all my friends we all end our everything we say with like does that make sense and the answer is like, oftentimes, no. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'm not going to tell you otherwise. It's like, that doesn't make sense. But like you as a person do. Yeah. And it's like, like it's ladies, okay. stop ending your sentences with does this make sense? It doesn't. It and we doesn't don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I would die for you. <laughs> but you can say any odd shit you want and I will support it. That's beautiful. Wait, we should put in our show notes carousel, that Michelle Wolf joke too about the queer women because that's also oh, true. Oh, yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Because I think, I feel that too. It's like, I feel like I didn't understand my own identity as a, I don't know if it's like my own identity as a gay man or I hate this table. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this table's from the outside. We would never bring anything else in from the outside. You know what I mean? Just this table. But um, until I had queer like women in my life and then I was like, no, like I am queer and like mm-hmm. suddenly I felt more a part of this is that thing that doesn't make sense. But like then I felt like more a part of like my own community by being a part of queer women. No, you're sense. that makes sense. It makes sense also with exactly what you were saying before with like uh kind of defining yourself in opposition to the default straight cis male. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where you're like, and as long as we are other, then you don't have to worry about labels as as much because you're not excluding you're just like being like we are the blanket other queer which is like it's cool being like our age and having queerness as this just like umbrella term for yeah, what we're doing yeah agree even though that old man told my mom and all of her co-workers <laughs> at blank blank company that it was um bad yeah they need to figure out they need to well, have somebody think- younger teaching she those. said my son he's queer and he's a faggot i love him there is a i mean there is i think a way to still say 
queer and it could still sound like a slur like if someone i was in boston and someone said you were a queer i'd be like oh i don't think you are being yeah if there's a preposition before it that's when it's bad (laughs) yes Yes. turning anything into a noun and maybe you are a blank yes (laughs) nouns are powerful words you're a gay you are a gay wait i have more questions about your um your all-girls school oh yeah perfect catholic yeah that was my question it really wasn't that religious was it a little? Wait, because it was it was boarding school. It was boarding school, and it was very horsey. This is so funny. Every time, every time on a, I don't have any stand up about this, but every time I'm on a podcast, I'm like, does everyone know where I come from? That's so funny. <laughs> okay, so it was a horse girl heavy all yes, girls school, and like very very wealthy people who like rode horses and stuff. Big equestrian team. Yeah. Was it like political? Uh, was it DC people going there? Um, kind of, and all like the teams we played were like the DC schools. A uh, lot of sidewall like, friends, sidewall yes, friends. Okay. Where the Obama girls went. You think I don't know where they went to yeah. little school? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we did. We played them in field hockey. And Chelsea Clinton went there too. At my same year. I'm 45. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you played field hockey? I did. Awesome. Because it was like the cool. I love soccer, but uh, field hockey was like the cool sport. Yeah. When you don't know the rules to that sport, it's it's so crazy to watch. One of my favorite parts is when there's a long corner and everybody puts the face masks on. <gasps> Oh, I'm getting so many flashbacks in like the most fond way. It's crazy. So they, yeah, if yeah. there's a cor- like if there's <laughs> a corner, the trenches, if there's yes. like a corner, like, you know, like it's similar to soccer. If there's a corner kick, it goes out of bounds. The defenders put these face masks mm-hmm. on and they stand on the, on the line where the goal is. And then when they hit the ball out, they go running out to try to stop yep. it. But because there's a good chance you'll get cracked in the face, they put masks on. Yes. I was like, maybe that's just not a good play to have. What's stunning about that is that that was kind of the hot girl sport in middle school. Like they all had ribbons in their hair and they wore those little yes. plaid skirts mm-hmm. and and like French braids and all that stuff. But then you are ultimately like well, yeah, working with like a little bullet. That you yeah, guys are those balls are hard. Around. Yes, and then those it's are the a, girls that did lacrosse. It's also and that's why I have CTE. <laughs> <laughs> it's also really hard to hit a field hockey ball. It's extremely hard going from soccer where I'm like. I was never even that good at soccer, but it is just so intuitive. Yeah. Here's the ball. Here's my foot. Like kick doing it. That. Yeah. No offense. No, it is intuitive. No, I mean, in the most beautiful way. Yeah. And to be good at it, you have to be really good. But like field hockey. Oh my god, that is so impossible to use that stupid fucking nub of a stick. Because you have to get like almost parallel to the ground. You yes. Have to get very like they're like almost all the way leaning down and like really I, using yeah. Okay, but I will say we're this, not playing that. This kind of sports. <laughs> another thing of like a boys club where I'm like half in, half out. Where yeah. Like, I can talk. I did it. I just did a jack of all trades for so much stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? So I was a varsity field hockey captain, but it's because I had a really good vibe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I so you've always good. been kind of vibe master. I love, I just kind of, I don't, I also think I just went to a school that were being all girls, like rewarded being nice in a way that I think co-ed environments didn't always talking to other people who did Mm. do that. Like I didn't, you didn't have to be hot girl to be popular. In fact, being a little bit more busted and being something (laughs) of an underdog, I think makes you like a a fan favorite. Sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? (laughs) I, I always really wanted to go to an all girl school when I was like growing up. Like I remember thinking anytime I met people that did, I was like, that seems like so much more fun. Wait, I went to an all boys Catholic high school. Did I tell you that? Yes. So tell me, more. But it's, it's part of your that, famous lore. It's funny that you <laughs> wanted to go to an all-girls school because I wanted to go to a Quaker school. <laughs> because I just knew that they like sat around and shared feelings. Yeah. At, yeah. At, like meeting, and I was like, "That's really cool." I think I really like you know when I think about my high school experience, I through high school and college just kind of hated men. 
Mm. And like had to be around them and didn't, I don't know. I just, cause I, but it was so much internalized stuff about being like, it's not fair that I don't get to do that too. And so I'm just going to be mad about it. Yeah. And I'm going to watch you guys fuck up what I, I could be doing such a better job and I would yeah. get more girls and I would be way better at this. And just to watch <laughs> you guys fumble yeah. the bag so much. To be given every advantage. Yes. And yeah. And to- still be so <laughs> bad at this. And and so I, I think that's I, why I wanted to go to an all-girls school or was like attracted like to that environment because I was like, well, this would be awesome because I'm so pissed at these guys all the time. But it was so much like internalized stuff going yeah. on for me. I think connecting that to like comedy and being funny is so mm-hmm. real where I'm like, you are now going back to what we were talking about at the top with like clothes and stuff. Like you get to be the default of what's funny. Like you have no yeah. battle for proving to people that you can be funny. Yeah. And it's, and you, uh, I talk about Michael Abbott with this all the time of like, you get to just like start with a blank page. You don't have to get your identity out of the way at all or put people at ease. And I definitely think I, maybe, maybe I also have a lot of like internalized or externalized like resentment. Cause I'm just like, if you're a straight man and you're bad at comedy, it's, not fair <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't yeah. know if i sincerely feel this way i just like getting worked up sometimes but i think like also for me like not really uh dating a lot growing up or being pursued in any way mm-hmm. and being like the funny friend to all my like or being like i can think of many many times over where one of my best friends like had a boyfriend and i was their you know, the favorite of the friends. Yeah. But in that way, even though it was not in like a sexual way, I was always seeking male validation for humor. Mm. I was like, yeah, I know that my, it's it's similar to your joke where you're like, there's nothing left for me here. Yeah. Like sort of like, I'm like, I know I'm funny in the all girls environment. Like, but what about the real world? Do boys think I'm funny? Yeah. Well, it's like a later stage thing to do. And the Tootsie Pop is out. <laughs> that's that's interesting <laughs> thinking about who you want to make laugh because I feel mm-hmm. like we talk about that a lot with like, you know, because I think there's this like, it was so funny. The other night I was on the show where there was like a really straight audience. These guys were like kind of, you know, they're kind of rowdy, whatever. And then I, I had a great set. It was great. And they, they seemed to really enjoy me. And then I came off and the straight guys were like, were you nervous to go up for them? And I was like, I'm nervous every time I get on stage for straight people. Like it's always a mixed bag of how this is going to go. To them? Say it again. To them? Like they were nervous that that was going to happen to them? They were nervous that the, the the rowdy football guys were maybe going to say something crazy to me. Oh, that's nice. Which I was guess. nice. It was coming from a place of like good heartedness. <laughs> but I was just like, yeah, guys, this I feel this way every day. Yeah. Like, And also good for you. Like testament to the fact that you're like becoming undeniable. Oh, thank you, know? you. That's very sweet. No, it's true though because I do think there are a lot of times where like, and this is me uh, projecting my own insecurities, but like if I'm the only woman on the lineup and I am can tell that everyone else is maybe like a few years more experienced and better at comedy than me. Mm-hmm. So not only am I the only woman, but I'm the newbie, mm-hmm. and like the greenest person on the lineup. And I'm like, well, if I fail or do the worst, I want people to know that like <laughs> they just didn't book a woman who's better than me. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. All I'm hope's failing. not lost. There's more out There's there. More. There's better. There's great ones. Don't make me be the representative. <laughs> no. Nowhere I feel that more than anywhere is not stand up. where I think I'm like, usually I'm getting a lot better at like holding my own. It's um, <laughs> improv. I, I am <laughs> oh, inexperienced wow. and not that good at improv, but I like it. But there's so, that's a boys club. There's yeah. so many men who do improv. They're all straight. Yeah. Straight, why do straight men lo- well, not, love improv. Not, my improv team shout out full of bones plug that is full of bones. the best demographic in the world which is um 
two gays, two girls, and two Italians. <laughs> but what you were saying, I totally relate to as well. Because like, I think, and probably we all do, like, it's when there's this extra pressure that you're carrying mm-hmm. when you're not only representing yourself as a comedian, but you're representing a whole yes. bastion of people that have received hatred. And you're like, well, I have to be like, but look, we're funny too. And like, look, I'm good at this thing. And like, I just think there's a lot of straight guys that don't recognize that that's like a pressure, an added pressure that a lot of yes. queer comics and women and people of color like are holding all the time, which isn't fair. We shouldn't have to be representing anything but ourselves, but it's and just a reality. I think mm-hmm. that's a big part of straight privilege is like, there's no reason that anyone in the audience would dislike a spe- any straight man. Like, there's just not like, whereas like when you're gay, it's like, yeah, this person might not like my voice or might not like that I'm gay or mm-hmm. might not yes. like that I'm trans or might not like that I'm a woman. When you're just like a straight dude named Bill, it's like, they might not like that you're a Boston sports fan. Like, that's, okay. <laughs> that's not actually that. And I re- yeah. It's, yeah, so it's like a different. It is, and it's a thing where I think like people are not willing to examine it because you want to be like, no, I'm I'm not sexist. I'm not homophobic. So of course I can take them seriously. But like with the clothes, like if you're just wearing like slightly distracting shoes, if your voice is a little bit shrill, that person just might not be laughing at your jokes like from their gut. Mm-hmm. I know. You know what I mean? Like and there's mine so is many... a little bit shrill. <laughs> it's a little shrill. No, 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 baby, it's whiny. There was this review of this like other instructor at my job. I t- I teach fitness kind of, and. <laughs> This other instructor, and it just said it was like one star, and it was a gay man review and of a gay man, and it just said did not like this man's voice. And I was like, <gasps> that's so rude. I know. I don't think that everything should be just posted. Could you also to the imagine being the person that like feels the need to go out of the way to say that? Have you guys ever left like a comment on no, anything that wasn't hard no, eyes? No, I've never commented on anybody's video who's not somebody or like picture or anything on somebody. I like I must know this person if I'm going to comment and it's always going to be positive or a joke. It's always going to be never going to be the hearts made of fingers every time. It's hand hearts. Hearts. It is hand so <laughs> every time I like doing the fingernails. <laughs> um, oh, I like that one too. I like but, a woman. Yeah. Like <laughs> fingernails <laughs> like a woman. <laughs> when, when are we going to get fingers nails like a man emojis? Yeah, okay, it's Apple. So <laughs> That's when it's in the butthole. <laughs> But um, the street is place to hold, keep your hands. I think that's another boys club is all three of us are people who have. Do you know how many um, people our age will never get hate comments online? Literally. And that's just like something accepted. We've just decided we've just opened ourselves up to that. Yeah. And that's crazy. It's so funny because I'm like, how do you guys feel towards like hate comments these days or getting insane DMs? I would say only recently have I started seeing more like br- strangers find my stuff and mm-hmm. so like I, I'm I don't have like a long history to compare by but definitely over the last like five videos that I've posted it's like horrible horrible stuff people are saying just like and and being very mean to each other a lot of animosity yeah, a lot the of a lot of hate online a lot of lonely people yelling at each other do you get bad stuff I honestly think people are nicer to gay men is that possible? Very I say possible. It with like it's weird, definitely possible. I say it with like a weird smile. Like I win, but like <laughs> it feels bad. No, but I, I do. Think I think gay real. men have crossed a sort of thing where like they're not Republicans are mad about them. I don't, I think people are over them. I think people are so mad about like gender stuff right now. And like, I think that the non-binary stuff, the trans stuff like that is getting all of the hate yeah it's getting a lot more of the heat even our gag videos when i think back to our gag videos i never right. had a single negative thing on that that's a gay channel and you had like mean shit mm-hmm. so i think it's just worse 
And yeah. I don't know how it adds up, like, for women, if women, like, what is, oh, my God, sorry. I think most women get negative stuff if your stuff yeah. goes viral enough. I think there's always some guy being like, women aren't funny. Like, that's, and it, it's it, like, oh, thank you for the original comment with that one. Great. Exactly. You're the first person to comment that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and there is a lot of anger in it. Too. Yes. Like, they are outraged. It's, Does it make you sad? I think I'm at, I, I, hopefully this is, like, a cute little time capsule of a podcast. I think I'm at a point where i'm online and visible and have a big enough audience to get hate but not enough to get like representation <laughs> but like i'm like I, I i think i am pushing through a like a mid phase of being online right now where i'm like i'm only getting backlash but i also within like our friends and stuff i think i'm getting i'm i love doing our shows and being booked and that like how much I post and how much I do get to do new in-person stand-up shows. It's like a direct correlation. So I'm pushing through this, but I'm like, the amount of hate I get is disproportionate to the amount of clout I get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it sucks. Cause like, I feel like I go through phases with it where there's the days where I'm like, haha, that's so stupid. I can't believe somebody fucking said that. Yes. Like, ha like, Oh my God, these idiots are so mad. I don't care. Like I'm having a great day. They don't even know me. And then I'll, and then the next day I'll read them and I'll be like, <laughs> like yeah. so sad about it. And it's like, it's such a, it's such a wave and it's hard because it's like, you want to delete them or like, but then you got to read them and then you want to like not engage with it or turn the comments off. But like, that's not how the fucking algorithm works. Like you have to have like some engagement on the profile. Yes. It feels like there's no winning. <laughs> there's no winning and we should all kill ourselves. It's, as I'm going to do with the comments. But I think you'll relate to me here. It's like, it's not that it's offending me personally. Mm -hmm. I have a good sense of self. I have great friends. I know that I make people laugh. It's like, oh, right. If I wanted to tour outside of Brooklyn, mm -hmm. this is what majority, maybe like of people think or what they're fighting against inside for like seeing if I'm funny or not. I, yeah, I, I like to believe, I tend to believe that there are more. I do think that like most people tend to lean good. I think there's just a barrage of, idiots on the internet who are because like we said mm -hmm. no normal person's leaving comments yeah that is that is very true and hopeful yeah do you think most people are good Bar siri what is a barrage um <laughs> barrage a lot is beautiful I'm gonna that was a good siri impression siri um do i think most people are good Siri Peppercorn. <laughs> <laughs> that was her name <laughs> i think most people are good but i also think people are kind of like stupid and i think that it, the people that are like kind of in the middle i'm gonna need they need to like they need to be extra good. That's how yeah. I feel about like, mm. yeah, it's like if you're kind of in the middle and you actually like, like you need to understand that like queerness is like kind of there. There are sometimes the, the, the warriors of the internet who come in and, and, and defend you to the, the commenters and we'll go back and forth with them and they will just have like a 70 comment thread about something that has nothing to do with me anymore. And I'm like, can you two but, DM each other? Like, I don't no, know. No, I say keep commenting. It is getting, it's <laughs> it helping is pushing the algorithm. the algorithm. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah. It is true. Have you ever been defended like in a horrible backhanded way? Yes, I have <laughs> been. Like, I, <laughs> he clearly said he's straight. And I'm like, you know nothing about him. He told one joke. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, or being like, hey, maybe she's, ugly and maybe <laughs> her face is too long and i'm like hey we're not you know i actually didn't need that <laughs> I didn't, these are my supporters but i'm like it's fine i'd rather just have the person be like why does she look like that yeah truly <laughs> do you ever see like where the people that are mean are are they like in the middle of the country or are they like in the suburbs that's the thing too that's like a, it's a weird like and i know this is a choice we're making to some degree to be pursuing a career 
in the arts and being a public facing person, you have mm-hmm. to be open to people's interacting with your page and things like that. But like, it's, it does feel like there's like, a, it's a little bit not fair. Cause it's like, well then I can't see your shit. I don't know who you are, you yeah. know, username with like, and like no little picture and like whatever. And it's like, I get a lot of shitty, you know, de- like things on the internet. I have never had a show where anybody has said anything. I mean, people say like weird things to me, but like not anything like s- just so overtly transphobic. Like yes. I have never had somebody say that to me in person. And I've done shows outside of New York. So, you know, not anywhere too crazy, but like never had anybody say anything crazy like they would in the comments. Like I just don't think people have the balls to talk like that in person. Yeah. I completely agree. Yeah, yeah, they're cowards. And you're right. It's all being posted from a a basement a place of cowardice and insecurity (laughs) and like also thoughtless yeah you know what i mean and for the most part their comments are getting ignored Mm -hmm. too and like their loneliness is just getting enhanced and i'm (laughs) i'm literally going to beautiful dinner parties with my friends in bush every night like i'm fine being served a six course meal i don't have time to look at your comments and being served (laughs) (laughs) by sam shaver being served cunt and content by sam shaver <laughs> Wait, what's that thing that I like? Beef bologna. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Connor's I, trying to spell bologna, I think. <laughs> beef, it was so good, whatever. It was good. It's not bolognese. Bologna. Not the raw one. The raw one was incredible. I'm so proud of Sam and I love Sam and I'll die for him, but I was also like, what? Beef tart. Steak tartar. I wasn't as good at that one. I wasn't as good at eating that one as I was at the other one. No, what I realized last night in a loving way. I think I have a really low tolerance for picky eaters. <laughs> and I think that's something my Wait, parents passed on. Wait, is it me? You were on. across from me. Is I wasn't watching me? you. It's the two people that I was sitting between. I was like, okay, if it's weird, it's over in one bite. Wash it down with some Pinot Noir. You're fine. Yeah, it's not that bad. It's so funny trying to, it's, or like, have you ever been traveling with people and they like won't try the food there? No, Who but can't? I worry that that would be me. I, no, I actually would. I would go. I'm like, oh, I take one bite of something. I don't like it. And then it's over. Yeah. It's yeah. So it's like, what is risk. so scary? It's so fine. <laughs> what if you turned to your neighbor and said, listen, bitch. This is a six-course meal that our friend whose birthday it is in Bushwick cooks for us. So you're shut up and eat it. Oink, 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 oink. Shove it down your butt. Eat it out of the trough. Unhinge that jaw. And we're at one point said, Connor, I noticed you've been pushing beef tartare around your plate. Do you want me to eat yours? And I was like, so I'm, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> but yes. Oh, yeah, no. I was eating people scraps. I love scraps. I like the beef tartar. I love Anything it. I can eat with a piece of bread, I'll I eat like it. But what, did, what was the thing that I did like? The beef bowl. We will text Sam after this and we will find, get to we the like, bottom of baby, this. What's this porridge? You know, actually, he did so send us good. a menu, so we'll find it later. Yes. It was, and he's an amazing cook. The chicken vinegar was great, too. Vinegar yeah, chicken. Yeah, it was all so good. So good. So good. I also actually was like, I'm not going to drink tonight. And then I had like over a bottle of red wine. <laughs> yeah. So if I said anything weird, um, <laughs> I meant it. That was my true self. <laughs> you didn't say anything weird. No, I nothing. I did. Um, so should we? Did, is it the last one? No, we haven't done our so are a part of. We have because we didn't talk about what like. Are you a part of? <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like you're a part of a lot of boys clubs, but not in a bad way. That's not a bad thing. Well, we were talking off mic about your your parasocial internet relationships. Oh yes, I think that is an interesting boy club to be. Well, even the fact that we were just all le- like talking about hate comments mm-hmm. and stuff, and that's something that some people. I hope we'll never experience. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Agreed. Uh, definitely. And here's the thing. If you're like, you were talking about assuming most people are good. I also like to live like that. And I assume that I'm going to like most people. Mm-hmm. I've ta- That's not a thing talking to comics. I'm like, 
some I like connecting with someone on a corny level and being like, "Do you like almost everyone I see at every mic?" And yeah, like, yeah, I do. I really like all of you guys like a lot. And so we were talking about parasocial relationships, people who I don't see in person all the time, but we have we are mutuals with each other mm-hmm. on Twitter because we're or TikTok. And then when we meet in person, they're a little chummier than I would normally be comfortable with. Or yeah. if I was steering the ship, I would pretend like we don't know each other that well. Yeah, and they kind of. Uh, I don't know. It's it's a weird. I think everyone takes a different stance of like I err on the side of like, let's reintroduce ourselves. Maybe, For sure. Maybe pretend we don't know some information that we have gleaned from online, and like start with a blank slate in person. And other people are acting like we're best friends, and I'm like, yeah. that's so fascinating because it's like weird to, that we. I don't know. I'm like I'm not. It's it's like being a public facing in a way that I don't actually feel like I am. Yeah. They don't know you. They don't kind know of. your spirit, your core inside. Well, no one does. Least of all yeah. Meredith. Yeah, at least of all me. <laughs> <laughs> and I never will. And I'm honestly not trying that hard to figure out. <laughs> I'm totally fine just not knowing. Oh, wait. This reminds me when Zach Zimmerman said that like one thing he doesn't like that I really don't like is when someone's like, are you okay? And they, like, they don't know you that well. And it's like, what are you going to do if I'm not okay? What are you going to fucking do? That's the perfect way to say <laughs> it. It feels overly comfortable. Yeah. It's also like, what do you, are you actually concerned for me or do you like the idea of being like uh so insightful and observant we've talked before on the pod about like greek life in like college and stuff like that did you participate at all i did not my school really didn't have a lot of greek life i was in boston so it was just sort of like harvard no got waitlisted <laughs> oh good for you i should check up on that Mer, that's, <laughs> Mer, that's a brand they finally let you didn't in class it. of 2027 <laughs> yeah. northeastern felt weird the way I took the mic away. My brother went to BC. I love Boston. I really like Boston. And my school is cool because we had a lot of internships and stuff. And honestly. Yes. Five years? You could have. I did like an accelerated. Co-ops. Yes, yeah, co-ops. But I think that was a really um, great experience for me because I was so academic and type A and stuff. And the idea of being around people who wanted, um, they were like, oh yeah, well class is just like a means to an end. So I can like work in this field or do this stuff like was so eye opening for me. I have such a baby for so long, but I was like, oh, there's more to life than getting an A on a paper was yeah. very cool um, and important. But I didn't discover comedy until post-grad. Yeah. Unfortunately. It's hard. It's, I mean, so school is so set up for you to feel that the only thing that you have to, because yes. it is kind of your only responsibility as a kid is to do well in your yes. school and your extracurriculars. It's not really pushed that there's more to life than okay. that. And hence my praise kink. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> When I no, was you didn't th- say you had praise kink. You said you wanted the opposite. You want to be nagged. No, 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 no. No. I want to nag. Oh, oh. I, do we both? We were both misunderstanding. But I also this. told this guy that bully. I like to get hit, and like now it's too late to take it back, and I only kind of like it. It's not too late to take it back. Don't cut this. I think that's so. Vulnerable. Connor, you have to tell people <laughs> all the time what you want. Sometimes I'm like more, more. Late. I'm like okay, enough of that. It's not too late to take it back. Let, we need to be very clear to the boys at home. It is never too late to take, take it back. back. Yeah, that's what Wait. a horrible message. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm so told. sorry to the boys at home. I just wanted to tell you that it's not too late to take it back. <laughs> <laughs> to my head. Meredith is so <laughs> Nico and Meredith have Connor pinned down yeah. right now. And not too late to take it back. We're hitting him. <laughs> yeah. To be like, you don't need to get hit. <laughs> I think they're just like nagging so in bed. Funny. It's just like this. It feels like a showcase for how brilliant my little brain can be. Ah, and so cute at the okay. same time. I like that. And I can always win. It's just like this like verbal victory. Okay. I <laughs> love that. Well, also because it's stuff about. <laughs> I was talking about this with someone last night or here. 
I'm getting deja vu. I'm hungover. But there's like <laughs> the idea of like Say with that. doing like if you want to nag or be the one who's nagged or whatever, it's like there has to be a power play. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you're kind of more like alpha and dominant in real life, then it's like, okay, well, in bed, just like d- take over. I'm not making the decisions anymore. But I think that's interesting for you because I do consider you, do you consider yourself more like side? Like, <laughs> are you like, do you think you're socially like dominant? No. So yeah. So that's why in the bedroom, you're like, well, now it's time for me to be a bully. <laughs> yeah. I'm a little bit, I wouldn't call myself sub. Like, I think that it's... Suburb. For sure. You just described yourself as dumb. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm... You have suburb face. Tell me if this story makes sense. <laughs> when I was a kid, my older brother was like, he's an INTJ and he's like a lawyer. And we would be like drinking our juice. Meredith has no idea what you're saying. <laughs> I know. I think that's the one I am. Myers-Briggs. Oh, oh, you know your Myers-Briggs? I are you think... sure you're an INTJ? Maybe we take the test. What do you think I am? Look, that mm. knowingly just destroyed me. I think you might be an ENTJ, maybe. I'm I. I'm introverted. Okay, well, cut this part. <laughs> He's know. never got one wrong before. Wrong. Really? He, no, he has. <laughs> yeah. He's slinging guesses every time. And then when I'm right, I'm just like, yeah, of course. Wait, what are right. both of you? ENFP, ENFJ. Okay. So plugs the microphones in, doesn't. <laughs> That's the biggest difference. But also, we were saying this yesterday. We were trying to like hand out some of our flyers for our show um, at Thai Tea. And there was a group of women hanging out and we were kind of like, oh, this might be a group that might want to come to the show. Like mm-hmm. we could probably approach them. And I could not get myself to go over there. I bad at I couldn't do it. And episode. yeah. And mm-hmm. then so I sent Connor over there on our behalf and I went inside <laughs> and <laughs> hid that only to women. If they were men, I would have jumped. No, for sure. I would have <laughs> never asked if they were men. I would exactly. never have asked we that. We went you. to Thai <laughs> tea and there were 800 men and seven women there. And we gave flyers <laughs> to the seven. Women. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, like, who do you want at your we're show? We're not <laughs> casting a wide net. We're, we're casting a specific we're curating net. a very clear audience. I <laughs> yeah. love doing con- boy, a boy, your boys club show should have, a audience of girlies and that it mostly makes, does yeah. that makes so much sense yeah yeah but but here's this is negging yes. i started to neg from a very young age because like my brother <laughs> and i he's two years older <laughs> it's just gonna be weird it's like sex and nagging I'm, I'm child i love all this stuff we can make sure neg can be a a, a non-sexual term too i'm sure, yeah so we would drink milk whatever and then i'd be like i have juice and he'd be like no we both have milk i'd be like I got you. So you gaslit him is what yes. you're saying. You're not nagging him. You were gaslighting yes, your brother. like that kind of vibe. I've always just so... being like, and then he'd get really upset and I'd be like, okay. <laughs> so there's an upset person next to me. And it's like, I love to like, like, it's literally a joke. Okay. But you know, every Dom, every Dom I know is like kind of a psychopath. <laughs> they always have a story of they're like, I love like lying to people. And I'm like, oh, this is so much is going on right now that you're like, it coming out sexually is so <laughs> I I love like the psychology stuff of like how people are in the bedroom. So I'm I feel really it, it is interesting in that yeah, so, in that place. Yes, I and oh, I but it's also it's a so form funny. of a shield. Tell me more. <laughs> We're gonna be deep about it. I feel like that is like a role that I can play. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of like this is a bit of a mask that I put on, but it's like cute and smart and brainy and fucking hot. <laughs> it's also like it is a guard it is a wall a little bit it's true i mean i'll say uh if you were you can't fake being smart you are you are smart i think that like that, you can't like play a character a dumb person can't play a smart character totally you, know? you can't fake that in some ways it's faking it's not that like we, we're all very calm we're all always confident and we're all always vulnerable and we're always these like these all, things are all fluid and live together all the time mm-hmm. but in some ways i feel like the negging thing it's like leading with confidence Mm. And then letting the vulnerable, the other things kind of like 
maybe fall to the side and then okay. they still live here they're just not like on display i guess that what would that look like though it'd be like i'm worried i'll die alone do you want to fuck <laughs> like <laughs> you know, whenever dreams will come true i eat weird like let's go <laughs> I eat weird. So that would just be like those aren't hot things <laughs> but yeah to the right person they might be yeah what yeah. if someone's like i'm really attracted to guys that are kind of crazy i think for sure they're out there what if you i think you could have interacted with 30 yesterday yeah (laughs) but if my grinder thing was like like because everyone's always like (laughs) radically radically honest (laughs) (laughs) this is radical honesty hour with marathon connor and nico (laughs) (laughs) i love that me too (laughs) shut up and listen lily moskowitz you know what that (laughs) is uh i do from princess diaries Uh, WTF with Mark Marin. Do you know what that is? <laughs> <laughs> it's behind us in the charts. That's what it is. Hell yeah. <laughs> in some ways, you're describing um, a colleague of ours. <laughs> exactly. You for Another mover colleagues. and shaker in the podcast Ew, space. And, and, and Conan and Joe Rogan. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. Our boys. That, that's the boys club we're in. Is the, kind is of. The, is the boys who do podcasts. Yeah, yes. I know. It's kind of a meta. It's kind of a meta boys club. But we've talked about this, but the only girls that I would be scared of we've, are the the girl podcast where they like kind of yell at each other the whole time and they're kind of exactly Mm -hmm. um they're mean to each other (laughs) yeah we've never been mean to each other no never not at least not online we've really only gotten into like one or two fights probably and they were quick was i wrong no one time i was mean to you and i felt bad i still feel bad about that (laughs) you do yes i don't want you to feel bad about it because it happened one time (laughs) you shouldn't feel bad about it how long ago is this a couple weeks ago weeks ago i don't know oh this is fresh history I remember every bad thing I've ever done. Like in March 2020, I came home because of everyone did. And I told my younger brother, I was like, I just lost my dream job as a Pilates instructor. Do you know how hard this has been for me? And then he, senior in college, who had to leave college, was like, Connor, you act like you're the only person who's been affected by COVID. And I still feel bad because I was like, is everyone saying this? Has everyone been talking about this? When you get feedback that feels like general feedback, it's really hard. It's like not even a moment thing. You're like, everyone's been mad at me this whole time. Yes. Mm. Oh, I know. One time someone, a close friend burst out and they said, I, 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 all I remember is them bursting out being like, okay, well not everything is about you. And I was like, oh, is that my reputation? Do people... Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, no, no. To, to be the at the end of someone else's fuse and then be like, was I the whole fuse? Like, yes. yeah. What a perfect. How long way have to you been sitting on this? Yes. Am I just the straw that broke the camel's back, or was I, is this all me? How long yes. have you wanted me to die? And it's, and it especially <laughs> doesn't help when it's something like that where it's like you're taking up too much space, and then you're like, are you oh. still mad at me? And you're like, they're like, walk it back. Yes, 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 yes. Oh my god! But then I'm like, to extend the grace to them, it's like, how many times have I? accidentally said that to someone and i'm like i know that that meant nothing and now they're gonna be haunted wondering yeah. if i'm sitting on it forever. wait next yeah. time it happens here's what we're gonna do okay. everyone game plan boys at home you say take notes you kind of and this isn't like necessarily healthy but you just kind of shrug and say agree to disagree and then you turn around <laughs> really fast get out of there <laughs> then, like you've won the and move back home agree to disagree but <laughs> <laughs> you disagree. call your mom you say mom open my room up i'm coming back <laughs> Move the treadmill. I'm coming home. <laughs> Quite literally, the yoga mat. It's literally a yoga mat. One time, my dad texted me by accident, and he meant to text my mom, and it just said, "This is so dark." Sleeping in Connor's room. <gasps> but he's like, wasn't it because he was sick? Yes. Okay. okay. But at first, I was like, "Okay." I was like, "Guys, it's too late for either of you to have a joyous presence alone. Like, That's you guys make it work." 
<laughs> you gotta stay with it. Also hilarious. Uh, he accidentally texted you just because he said the name Connor. Do you yes. think that's very funny? Yeah, actually, one of my clients, this like hot girl who works in real estate and is from England, sent me my own Instagram profile. Which at first I was nervous because I was like, "Is this one of the fake porn ones?" Flattering, but please don't. <laughs> and then I was, and then she's like, "Oh, meant to send that to someone else." I, like, I did. We. I'm remembering. <laughs> I did to my dad recently because, and I did it because I was looking at my dad and I was at home. And I taken an edible, which I rarely do at home. And then I meant to text my little sister, but I was staring at my dad and I texted him, why won't dad stop sneezing? <laughs> <laughs> and then I watched him read it and I, I, he just looked at me. I was like, that was for Emily. <laughs> my favorite. Way to he get wouldn't it. stop sneezing. Dad's, <laughs> dad's be sneezing. Dad's and, love to sneeze. And they sneeze so heftily. It's they crazy. Do. Wait, I kind of do too. All the sneezes are with it's pulp. coming from like, a cavernous place. <laughs> this nun, yeah. my nun in middle school, Sister Mary Agnes, she used to sneeze so crazy. <laughs> that sounds fake. She literally did Better die. than Sister Therese. Like, I don't know where Sister <laughs> Therese is like where did she end up sister mary agnes confirmed dead <laughs> confirmed dead it's not like you did it by whose hands we'll never know <laughs> it's crazy because like she was managing the whole library like she was so functional when i was there People just died. mary agnes yeah yeah so i guess they probably <laughs> had to replace her <laughs> People just fucking die dude we had these the two oldest women i've ever seen ran our library in high school <laughs> I love that it's and they true. were it's like, like it's not a one person <laughs> job they were like there was one that was short one that was tall so they were kind of visually it's like us. visually really yes kind of, like it's like that photo of us with the cat hair you know what i'm talking about uh, yes Here's my phone i'll find it later i'll show it to you later but there's and they were just kind of visually almost like two like almost like characters and they were just kind of they were so old and they would just kind of like go around shushing people and people loved to pull pranks on them because they were so stupid so they would put all the library furniture in the bathrooms all the time and like a plant and like make oh it like God. the reading lounge in the bathroom no. Pulling pranks on the oldest people you've ever seen. <laughs> Literally. And one of them, her husband was like the local news weatherman or something. Like they had, there was a lot of lore around those. Two. <laughs> they were always just kind of old. around. Was he really old too? I don't know. I don't know how old they were. I hope she they pulled had a much really younger man. really southern accents <laughs> Wait, too. Wait, we will look, we checked the records. She's 42. <laughs> <laughs> she was the but younger was of smoker. the two of them. <laughs> <laughs> Don't smoke it. She was the younger of the two of them. The older one was the shorter one, and she had the the deepest southern accent ever. And then they replaced her with one lady who was like, very like, like pussy hat feminist was kind of her vibe. That's it, also a librarian. Either has to be pussy hat feminist or the oldest or the oldest woman you've ever seen. <laughs> Nothing but in between. It is, it is a, a girl. <laughs> yes, <laughs> librarians, librarians are girls. And confirmed, girls. confirmed. It is crazy. Like the <laughs> first day of school. <laughs> <laughs> the first day of school, you're always like. What new grown people do we have here? Like, yes. Like, oh my God. When there's grade. a new teacher, you're like, okay, we've I all know. been here this whole time. So like, who are you? I re- yeah. And you're like, oh, you're 22 <laughs> and you're going to be leaving Oh us. my God. We had a guy who was really young who joined. He like was an English teacher when I was in high school. He came from, and he was from New York. So everybody found out that he didn't have a driver's license and that was awesome that's to us. That's all you need. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's electric. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. Like, how are you getting home? The bus? You need a ride? Like, people just gave him like such a hard time. <laughs> Wait, that's giving Gossip Girl teachers the reboot. Yes. You know the reboot. I know in the reboot, they're like, the teachers are going to be Gossip Girl and they're going to be losers. I know. It's like, no, the teachers would be cool. They'd be like cool readers, you know? They'd be people who read books and live on the upper east side like <laughs> would they i don't know but in seventh grade <laughs> we had a new choir teacher because our old choir teacher was who was a lesbian left to become a, an episcopalian priest and, and this is when you got mr ray 
No, Mr. John Ray, who has vertigo, which is great. And he has a, a herding dog named Henry, which is a her- dog that bites you, but you can't be upset about it. Yes. That's what its job. It's I born had, to do that. I had corgis, and they are technically herding dogs. Scary to me. Corgis scary to me? I love corgis. They're so I crazy. Love, I had two corgis. Before that, I had a Great Dane. I don't, oh. make you feel I don't like the nip Great Dane thing. makes me anxious. They nip? They nip? That's exactly what it is. I don't like... I was like literally standing there trying to sing, Yip. and it was like nipping me. The dog did then, also die. And they're bred to have short legs because they would nip the cattle, and then if they were going to like kick back, then the corgis splay. That's why they have... They, so they, What's that's why they, that, like Like, when like you, they would lay down. Lay down. Play dead. Like little, just like to Kinda. be flat. You know, you know, you see a dog. Like you ever lay down on the ground? <laughs> you ever make yourself flat? <laughs> no, imagine a dog doing that. <laughs> I gotta tell you a story. <laughs> you- no, <laughs> agree to disagree. <laughs> that reminded away. me of stop, drop, and roll. And the other day, I was at Equinox, and the fire alarm went off, and it was going off for like four minutes. And no, and at first, I put my dumbbells away, and then like everyone was just like continued going about their business, and I was like okay and i was like and no one laughed and then eventually it stopped going off and i was like do we not do fire drills part anymore? of me thinks that we should have never done fire drills because they make you not take fire seriously yeah oh, yeah because it's like okay this is not real. and i would have been the least important person to die in that equinox because there's so many fire- it's like equinox bond street like that's where anthony goes i didn't see him at that time <laughs> but it's like real people real people you're you're so you're people. saying the flames would have come for you first yeah. <laughs> yeah. or it would have been like <laughs> who here's not important no Janda. one would have cared <laughs> In the story of it, you're like, oh my god, that equinox burned down, and this guy died, and this guy died. No one would be like, and this gay guy died. We would. I know that's true, but Anthony's enormous. People For love sure. Her. Oh, but in seventh grade, Mystic Liano, she came, and we all tried to get her to quit, and she <laughs> did. So <laughs> success. She, she did, and that's how we ended up with the gay guy who was married to a woman, who was safe from your wrath. Mm, it was just like we well. It, his thing was we used to do full length musicals and then he came with the director of the play and that's when we started doing junior musicals. And it's like, so you don't take this seriously. It's like, cause before we were doing three hour musicals for our families <laughs> and you're trying to tell us that we have to do feather on the roof junior. It's like, <laughs> so that's why we were mad at him. But in mm. retrospect, he was right that yeah. musicals should be 80 minutes for sure. And if you with can't children, do 80 yes. minutes, yeah, yes. it's like, the intermission isn't because it's so long. The intermission is just so we can get up and go for a, take a lap. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, some of you won't get parts this time. And that's how it should have been the whole time. <laughs> Fair. He sat me down in eighth grade and was like, you know, I just want you to know that like this, this supporting character is a really great role. Just FYI. And then I was so good at my audition that I got the main, like the bigger one. And I was like, yeah, you think you can silence me? And I'm telling are you, you, are you a beautiful singer? No, <laughs> I, I, no, there's, there's no, like, yeah, I was an honors choir, but it was middle school. Who wasn't an honors choir? You know what I mean? Fair. They're just, oh yeah, I don't mean, I mean. Are you a bad singer? Horrible. Can't. That's very Some, endearing. Sometimes Maddie and I have both have horrible singing voices. That's so endearing. Horrible. Jesus Christ. And the two of us will sometimes try to like, be like, hey, you know that song and like sing it to each other <gasps> and just can't for the life of each other be like, I don't know what melody you're singing, <laughs> but it is not even close to the song you're trying to sing. Oh, I love when beautiful people are bad at stuff. <laughs> and what's so <laughs> stunning That's is awesome. like, now you're a star, you're an actor, you're an artist and it's like everyone that was in Into the Woods Junior is like a mom. So it's like, sorry. <laughs> I know. And I'm, and I'm the only one that got cut. I know. Sometimes it's, you can't oh, tell. Wow. You can't, like the lead in Les Mis bought a house and moved to Conshohocken, Pennsylvania. You just don't know. You just don't know. I love that we all 
are interpreting that as like, and they lost. Because <laughs> <laughs> some of us can barely make rent, but we're living. Because yeah. <laughs> our TED talk though, like, would be to go to high schools and be like, "Hey guys, I just want you to know that it's too early to tell. It's too early, it's to, too tell. early to tell." <laughs> and like, when I mean it gets better, I mean that like, it's, it also can get worse. <laughs> so, like, if you're the lead in the musical right now, you don't get comfortable. Don't get comfy. It doesn't really mean anything. It doesn't. It doesn't. And don't let anybody tell you otherwise. <laughs> Um, should we ask our, our final question? What's a boys club you wish to see in the world? We'll I see if we can make it happen. You take a new approach every time you ask, and I love that. <laughs> it's a line reading. That's how I do line reading. <laughs> you got to keep it fresh. What are some good some answers that I you've ask. gotten? There, it's usually that someone wants to play board games with other people. Sometimes that's the boys club. Okay. Sometimes people want to like yeah like create like Which third spaces love. for community. Yeah, I said it mean, but I actually love that. Like, I love that. We went to Vital to put our posters up. Oh, yeah. Do you know Vital, the climbing gym? I do. I've been. Loved it I went in there, there on my birthday. Wait, I love it in there. It was really nice. It smells it was like, like feet, free but it is nice. And it's for your birthday. And I just, like, took work off and, like, went alone during the day, and it was very nice. Wait, did and you so climb? Far, yeah. That's really fun. And I'm not good at it, but it was that was also why it was kind of nice to be alone, because I think I am competitive, and sometimes when I'm <laughs> bad at things, like... Well, okay, if we're talking like boys clubs again, like a lot of my guy friends played a lot of pool and I like wouldn't join oh, in because yes. I couldn't be the girl who sucks at pool. You know what I mean? So maybe a boys club could be girls going and learning how to play pool. Yes. And learning. Yes. And, and then hustling. That's how I. These I gentlemen. Would, yeah. Genuinely. Wait, but also me because that's giving it eating disorder awareness week in college where they said only girls can use the lifting gym. And I was like, <laughs> okay, but when am I going to get taught to use the lifting gym? I feel like I'm the child left behind. Yeah. It's like not all boys were using this before. <laughs> <laughs> well, was, you yeah, and I are I was, probably in a little. Liminal. A liminal eating disorder boys club of sorts together. Fucking right? slide, dude. Where we speak the same language. I feel like we bonded about that early on. Wait. Do you remember that Jersey show? And we went to Target oh for my no reason. God. <laughs> dude. That was a long time ago, dude. wasn't it? Dude. I know feel some like... people were paid to be there. <laughs> <laughs> that was a different <laughs> thing. To upset you. Were you? <laughs> um, I do think I got like a little bit of money. <laughs> I got like negative money. They're like pay 50. Not really. But like... I know. But yeah, that was. Wait. And it was, at, um, it was at a local Applebee's. But like it wasn't Applebee's. It was like a local Applebee's. It was Applebee's. like a tavern. Yeah. It was like a knockoff Applebee's. Because we had. Some it's like this like... building used to be an Applebee's. <laughs> yes. And good for the town. Good for the town <laughs> for putting a local like, business All we here. changed was a sign and where the money goes. And, <laughs> and that's it. But there were, it was definitely like framed pictures of horses, which made me feel at home. Yes. Wait, we did. We went to Target. <laughs> and we went to Target and we just killed time. What did we get? I definitely got stuff at Target. I think so. I it's think it's hard to go into Target butter. and grab something. I know. Yeah. I, and I, I'm sure that's why we bonded over because I probably got like a weird food. And I probably, and I, and so maybe this is boys club. Maybe this is just like I got speaking another language. I bet you did. But it's also like when I, what we were talking about before when it was like, I see a quest bar and I'm like, quest bars are like loaded for certain people. You know what I mean? Yeah. They have a lot of meaning. Same with like people who are like, oh, I love Diet Coke versus I'm like, or were you addicted to Diet Coke yeah. to get through? I think that about a clip bar. <laughs> a clip bar is like you're at college, you're, you're having an eating disorder, and your mom's sending you bonks. Wait, to be hunky-dory about it, I'm going to tell you something. Yeah. Give up now because when you you, mm -hmm. you follow your dreams, follow your heart, if you're between running 10 miles and sitting down and writing something, that's, gonna, that's what's going to give you warm, your community, your uh, love, your 100%. passions. That's gonna, you're not going to get tucked into bed by your eating disorder when you're 40 or 29 even you know what i mean who would so, be 29 and the age comes out <laughs> no cut that i was supposed to be like not my age like a different age i am 29 i'm 29 i'm done lying about my age i'm 29 i've always been 29 i love that age <laughs> <laughs> i've always been 29 actually 29. i was born this way so and you can do it but no two ways about it i know um 
I'm trying to think, boys. I like that. I was just I asked what good answers have been in the past because if like um our peers came on and talked about like world peace, I'd be pissed if I was like I want to play board games. No one, no <laughs> one's answer was ever a slam dunk. You know okay. I mean? is that yeah. okay Every once in a while, somebody comes up with something that like wows me because the prompt is hard. Um, like my voice club that I want to start is someone to get me up by Ireland house. Like, is that okay? <laughs> yes, I love that. I think. Um, God damn, I'm trying to think about areas where I don't have community um and i can't i mean because that's the other thing is, is i'm like we speak a shared language when it comes to like having um being weird with food for a long time <laughs> yeah. but it's like do i actually want a space with that or will i just always be like oh we have uh uh-huh, we're gonna be fluent in this and there's a few other people in comedy too where it's like they say something and we can like look at each other and be like yeah that's <laughs> all girls maybe that's why i feel close to women I would, I would think so. I think so. it's rare to find a man. And they do exist. And when I find one, I feel intimately connected to them. But it's not as common. I feel I like it's not, not as talked about among men, too. Yeah, or it's right. in denial. I feel like I know 30 men that have eating disorders, mm-hmm. but they just love the gym. Right. But it is the thing what you were talking about with like when it comes to priorities. Like If you are a guy choosing the gym over a mic, it's like, well, why are you choosing that? And mm-hmm. are you holding yeah. yourself back? And what's going to tuck you in at night? Oh, I love that. That was beautiful. Wait, I struggle with that a lot. Oh my god, now we're, that's true. Yeah, there are definitely times where I'm like, I have to go to Soul Cycle right now. Or I'm going to explode, and it's like, oh, but I try. I try to make a promise to myself that I will not allow weirdnesses around food or body to get in the way of community. Is the word actually in my brain that I use? Yeah. That I. Well, that's what I'm substituting now. When we're talking about a boys' club at Create. We're talking about like community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like with tea, I woke up and I went to the gym in the morning because I was like, I have to go to tea. This is community. So it was like that's that promise in action i mean i'm thinking because i just feel like i've lived such a blessed life of privilege that there's no community that i need that isn't available to me like that already exists yeah you know what i'm saying like Fucking if bad. there's something i need yeah like i'm thinking in a light-hearted way not board games but i like i love running and like marathon running and if i wanted to i don't need to create that though that exists i just <laughs> i just don't bond with them yeah as much because um it is fun though when you talk to someone and you're like, oh, we actually like I didn't realize that I haven't been talking about this. That's running for me. As mm. I'm like, it's like my like woe on the rankings oh of like god. all the stuff I have to do. You know what I mean? That was me in trauma with Jeremy. I was like, oh my god, this whole thing I never talked to him about. Yeah. Does that make is that does that make sense? Yes, all of a sudden where you because it's like the sensation of something being like unlocked. And you're like, Yeah, oh, I was like, Oh, we're describing a thing that we both have. Like not trauma. Not I make it sound way deeper. It's not trauma. It's actually just like relationships in general and I, we were like talking about it and I was like oh, that's so fascinating I feel like I've never talked to, like said that it's like a universal thing that we're unlocking that I like have never expressed which is crazy because we have a podcast we talk all the fucking time <laughs> but yeah it's fun though to like realize that something is a little more fully formed in your brain than you thought and then you start putting words around it and you're like yes. oh this has been incubating yeah what if a therapist oh, I was did like know this. I, did I just know needed this. to say it yeah yeah, yeah. A therapist was like, okay, so for your therapy, I think you should start a podcast and just talk <laughs> endlessly. I love that. Do you journal? Not yet. Do you journal? Mm-hmm. Every I day. I love journaling. That could be a, a boys club. People talk about the art. Well, that's the other thing. I'm like, I realize I think about the nature of journaling all the time. Mm-hmm. Like not necessarily what I'm saying, but like why I'm like, is this, am I self-censoring? Cause I feel like there's going to be an audience for this one totally. day or like, is this catharsis? Cause I think I've had some journals. I also just finished a journal. So it's fresh on the mind. I started a new one today before I came. Hell home. yeah. And it was very exciting. And it was fun. Cause I just did like kind of like a 
table of contents, big picture snapshot. Here's where I am starting this journal. And it's so much better that now I kind of write like a teenage girl, dear diary saying people's names. Yeah. Versus when I used to like, I've gone back and seen stuff from high school and I'm like, Oh, I'm trying so hard to sound deep that I'm saying nothing. <laughs> you know, yeah, maybe so journaling, maybe that is the boys club of people who are, yes. well, cause I also do my one second a day. I should get that now. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I think I was in it yesterday. You, right. Well, I have a lot of B-roll. Big I weekend for us. Sure. I was in the Big B-roll weekend. yesterday. How do I, how do I stand up? <laughs> this is, wait, I'm going to get on the couch. You see? This is so We're annoying. actively taking I'm getting so many things that a one second like a day. Yes. And for the boys at home, one second a day is when I just film one second a day, put it in a little app you should download for free. And then, ooh, Celsius. Those videos are always like so... Wait, moving because you're oh, like this fun. is life <laughs> Wait, and then it's life gonna be beautiful. that one republic song is like i <laughs> i lived i did it all i wrote every second of this world i live i don't know the I, don't, I don't know by, this song by the end i understood what song he was doing i spent the whole time trying to figure i have out. no idea still <laughs> you hit you hit a melody at the end <laughs> and, I, and with every broken bone i swear i lived and then oh like, yeah tiesto See, comes I, in yeah why end. did you go with like the, the bridge <laughs> Not the chorus. <laughs> Every night Tessie looks up grinning like a devil is you. I love her. <laughs> her? Taylor. That was Cruel Taylor. Summer. Oh, that was yes. Cruel Summer. Making a comeback. Her? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, her. her. What if every episode we mentioned Joaquin Phoenix's movie, Her? That would, be like, <laughs> that would be the most. That would be the most it got mentioned. That's yeah. Easter egg for you guys. For yeah, just her. Listen for her. <laughs> like, what if we had one crazy audacious goal with this podcast, but it was like, it was audacious. like to get Joaquin audacious. Phoenix to acknowledge us? We're clocking the same Connor things. <laughs> peppercorn. Audacious. audacious. Miss Audacious Peppercorn. Gay whore. <laughs> 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 Wait, I had one story I forgot to tell about us playing pool. Oh, is I'm actually pretty decent at pool because I had like a family friend growing up who we like went to their house a lot and they had a pool table and I would just like play with all the, all the time. So I like ended up I'm decent at pool and you and I played at Mika Bar, which closed, which is closing. I heard, which I think it was actually at maybe Jeremy's birthday. Yes, it was. And we played pool and you and I were partners and I hit like so many of the balls in like on like one of our first turns okay, and then it was yes. your turn <laughs> and you hit the black the, the eight ball in on the Me. first try Wait, but what was hard is like i, I was so excited I to get any that. of them in it I was didn't... so funny it's also it can be very funny to be openly bad at something yes. i can see connor doing that and then like looking at you over his shoulder and being like is that worth extra points like... <laughs> and it was so funny because it was like yeah well we just we can we can you can lose in an instant <laughs> and it was like That's wait so when the eight ball goes in you lose it's over game over jesus christ unless it's the last <laughs> unless it's the last time if you get over. it in before the last one it's game over the other team something? wins yes. That's giving field hockey that feels like a dumb rule totally <laughs> totally it's giving field hockey, it's giving field hockey. <laughs> i love uh, I also want to say sorry. I was thinking. I remembered seeing you guys at that at Jeremy's thing at me. Why didn't you say hi? I you probably I did. did. Might have. You I absolutely just, did. I remember it was months ago. Bar. A Connorism that is like the nicest thing that you do. That is so warm. It's like when someone that you like, or maybe you do it to everyone, Adult. enters a space. You just go thank. God, and it's so <laughs> nice to enter a room and feel like someone you wants do you do that. Yeah, you see, you you just go up. To, I've seen you do it to multiple, mostly women. Yep. But like they only enter, women. They enter the room and you are like, oh, thank God you're here. Like it makes it. It's, it's so kind nice. of like in middle school, well, before whatever elementary school, where you have to go to aftercare, and then you're like, oh, but the cool people are in aftercare today. You're like, aftercare so fun. Do you guys yeah. Aftercare. Mm-hmm. 
Because our parents worked. One time I went to aftercare because I missed the bus. Because I was eating too many M&M's. I was that kind of right? <laughs> I, I, causation. I was in my I was in my homeroom teachers I was in my homeroom teachers homeroom and I was like usually we're packing up stuff but my friend and I were laughing so hard because we were eating all these M and M's and it's like making each other laugh and then we looked up and we're like oh my god it's three fifteen and then we got out there and the bus was long gone long gone wait it's gonna call my mom crying and be like I buses the bus. are so funny like I think this is um this is pretty snowflake liberal of me but i'm like they should make sure all the little kids are on you know what i mean you gotta get your people i don't people. think that's no, i think that's that's, that's <laughs> <for> <laughs> <the school>. <laughs> <laughs> i think for sure the school's responsibility is to get the kids onto the bus <laughs> <laughs> uh well i know i i'll, I'll go that far snowflake. i'll go that far kamala harris over here <laughs> trying to get kids on the bus it is lib. I mean, it is libcock to want your kids to be safe at school. <laughs> I was on the bus one time and I was reading a book about sharks and I missed my stop. Oh. And boy, did I get roasted and toasted when the bus pulled into the lot and I was like, "Hello, I'm um, oh, I'm one of your uh, subjects. I'm still here. Please, <laughs> can you Wait, take me to my stop?" That happened on Arthur, but it was a public bus and they ended. Do you remember this? No, but I loved Arthur. Wait, he got to. The I end watched of the so line, much PBS, and then mm-hmm. he went to a diner. Every day when you're walking down, down the street, his big feet coming down. Yeah. I think about Nadine all the time, that invisible girl with the with the top knot on her head. I know exactly what you're talking yes. about. DW's invisible friend. Oh, of course, DW was queer coded and mean and three years old. <laughs> she was a she's DW a dom. DW is a dom. Dyke witch. <laughs> My dyke witch sister Sorry. DW. We, we have to. They always were throwing like full <gasps> veracity into the W. DW. Like it was DW. always like really emphasizing and that. And the parents were like kind of not like they had a mom and a dad, but they were like kind of the same and not gendered to me. Yeah. Wait, didn't they make the, the rats get gay married? Yes. yes. Mr. Ratburn, the teacher, was gay. At the end, he was closeted. I, they're constantly like, oh, there's a new gay Muppet. And it's like, we're the Muppets fucking. Like, what? It's not what we need. <laughs> yeah. We're the Muppets. <laughs> are they going to be? Yeah, and can I, I thought come? these were creatures. Why are we sexualizing them in yeah. any direction? The M&Ms. Why are they doing this with the M&Ms? Why are they taking away their sex? Literally. Some of them gay? Literally. Yeah. Oh, oh, I love them. It's like, either make them sexy or make them not. I don't care. I don't care. Uh, uh, we need to put remind ourselves put Nadine in the show notes. Put yes, we will, we will. Um, before we go, do you want to plug your socials or anything coming up? Sure thing. Leave me hate comments. At- <laughs> <laughs> <No>. um, <laughs> to plug uh, on Instagram, I'm at Dietz D I E T Z dot M. Uh, Twitter and TikTok, where I'm less and less frequent. <laughs> <It's>, uh, Dietz <laughs> underscore Meredith. Uh, and follow at Jerry Seinfeld Presents if you want to see a hit show or come yeah. to an open mic. Let the spotlight fall where it may. <laughs> I'm trying to think what else. I Full of Bones, plug. your improv group. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Now Tony's not going to kill me. <laughs> I'm not plugging my improv group. Full of Bones at uh, BCC most Tuesdays. This is crazy. Someone wanted to kill me. I know. We're always putting our location. But also, there, if but... they wanted to kill me, I'm glad to know that it's a listener of this podcast. <laughs> that's right. That's kind of That's a crime today. of passion, okay? That's a crime, that's a crime of, of passion. passion. I, if I'm getting murdered, I want it to be a boys club boy. To be murdered is to be loved. Because to be hated is to be loved, really. And so it's all the same. That actually might be bad advice. Like I, I think. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, but you can say it at my funeral. Sure. <laughs> That's kind of like giving like, okay, so toxic love, toxic relationships, bad. 
Yeah, and also, ladies, if he's not murdering your ass, does he love you? True. Like, he hates Who me, is he murdering he, on the side? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, but this is the same girl. Reminder to the boys, because <laughs> Sticky, you have to say things three times so they remember. This is the girl that was in <laughs> Susical the Musical, who of was... Of course, who you, you did shatter her dreams. <laughs> and you remember this? <laughs> yes. She was Cindy Lou Who, and she's like, wait, it's, you know Susical the Musical? Yes. She's Cindy Lou Who in Susical the Musical, okay. and she's like, oh, I'm so excited to have a song. And it's like, what song? <laughs> and she's like, where are you, Christmas? And I was like, it's not <gasps> the Grinch. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, this is like, no, 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 no. And I did tell her that. Well, that you had to shatter. Cause yeah. Someone, <laughs> Some bubbles you got to burst. She's so yeah. practice in her song. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, get up. She's inviting me. Girl, get up. Industry to come see her song. <laughs> the Grinch himself is coming. Um, amazing. All right. Uh, oh, also, boys, if you're listening right now on Monday, we have a show tomorrow. Wait. <gasps> Wow. Don't please. fuck with me. Come to the show. Yes, please come. We'd love to see you there. I'll Littlefield. Be there. Meet me. If yes. you liked this episode. Or if you didn't like this episode, then um just don't look me in the eye. Yeah. Walk right by me. I always check how many reviews we have and it usually is the same. So, <laughs> yeah. It's just a review. All right, we'll get out of here in a smooch. One, two, three. Ooh. What's up, boys at home? Thank you so much for listening to our podcast, Boys Club. Connor, where can they find you on Instagram? At Connor Janda, C-O-N-O-R. Janda is panda with a J. And you can follow me at Nico Carney, N-I-C-O-C-A-R-N-E-Y. You can follow us both at Boys Club Comedy on Instagram. Uh, and we have a live show. Our live show is at Club Coming, typically on the last Friday of the month. And it is always the two of us and some of our favorite funny people. And we'd love to see you there. Yeah, often people from the podcast. So come check those out. Uh, if you live in New York, we'd love to see you there. Bye, boys. Bye, boys. Bye, boys. Thank you.